Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Mom. I can't believe we're doing it. We're sitting here recording our very first episode of Plan a Happy Life, our podcast. I can't believe it. I know. It's pretty wild. And I um, have so much to talk about as per usual, right? Yeah, you like to chat. <laughs> I do like to chat. I'm pretty pretty chatty person. But I think that we should just start off the right way by some introductions. What do you think about that? That sounds great. Great. Well, I'll go ahead and start. <laughs> <laughs> so for those listeners who aren't familiar with our brand and just who the heck these girls are talking about happiness, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Stephanie Fleming. I am a creative entrepreneur and I started a business in my garage 21 years ago with my mom. And as Kayla knows, this was not some earth-shattering idea that we had, but we just wanted to create this product for ourselves that wasn't on the marketplace. We were scrapbookers at the time, and we wanted to create a sticker that was designed specifically for us and for this craft that we loved so much. So we decided to go into business together, and wow, has it been quite a ride. We have learned so much. My mom came into this partnership with a lot of experience in business and I was willing to put this sweat equity in, and I've learned so much over the years. I kind of consider myself an accidental entrepreneur because what I really wanted to do was pay my bills, not have and not have it be such a big, big deal to figure out where money was coming from every single month. And if I'm being honest, to also buy Kayla Squirts back in the day, remember Squirts? Man, I loved Squirts. They were the best. Target had them for like. $4.99. And that was really a little too rich for my blood back then because we were having some tough times. So I was an entrepreneur based on the need to so give, you know, support my family. And so that's kind of where we started. And then we rode the scrapbooking craze and we created all of these products for creative women in the craft and stationary space. And then about gosh, 2015, we created a product called the Happy Planner, which changed my life and I think changed the lives of so many other people. The Happy Planner is a customizable planner system that was designed to allow women to plan their busy days and while they were doing it to infuse a little creativity, give themselves that little permission slip that so many of us need to exercise creativity and at the same time, we put in these positive messages because I obviously believe in the power of positive thinking and we wanted our happy planner to have these messages all throughout the product. And what we found was a community started to build. Women who were using the happy planner were connecting with each other on these basic needs of creativity positivity and this really massive movement of creative women started to happen and it changed things for us and it's now given us this platform where I can talk about spreading positivity and helping people and empowering people to choose happiness in their lives and that sounds like a really kind of lofty goal but I think that we will dive deep into that in the podcast but before we do that 
I want to introduce our listeners to you, Kayla. This is my daughter, who is my co-host. And so I don't embarrass you. <laughs> well, any more than I probably already have in your life. I am going to let you do the introduction so this doesn't turn weird for you. Sounds good. Okay, cool. I'm Kayla. I'm Stephanie's daughter. I work with my mom at Mambi and the Happy Planner. You lucky dog. I know. Not many people are lucky enough to work with their mom and love it. So I I hit the jackpot on that one. I A little bit about myself. I have only been working for the company for about three years, but I've been around it my whole life um, <laughs> since probably I was about five. So it's been really cool growing up in a around a creative industry, super independent women too. But I didn't land at me and my big ideas right away when I started working. I kind of am one of those people who need to learn things for themselves. Um, so I was the rebellious teenager who said, I'm not working for the family company. I'm going to go do my own thing. And I did for a little bit. A lot of people don't know that I am a licensed esthetician. I went to Paul Mitchell. I ended up working there and teaching and absolutely loved it. And then fell into this place where I had an opportunity to work for the family company. And I took it. There was a lot of great things that could come with that and a lot of um, learning experiences. And so I couldn't pass it up. And here I am. We've kind of been a family that has learned on the job or learned in life. In one way or another, we have kind of figured things out as we go. And I think it was really cool when Kayla came to us and she had a career that she was really good at and said, I'd like to learn from the family business. I'm willing to, you know, jump right in right at the beginning and see what I can learn from the bottom up. And that's what she did. So I'm a super proud mama. Thanks. And I'm really happy that Kayla is my co-host here. So one of the things that we have, me and my big ideas is the name of our company, right? And so I have a lot of ideas. And so what I'm going to try really hard to do in this podcast is keep casual conversation flowing, but also to keep it very digestible. So the things that we learn on here and that we talk about will make a lot of sense to you and you'll have some real takeaways at the end. This podcast is going to help you create a toolbox for how to live a happy life. And I want to be kind of clear on that is because I do not have all the answers on how to be happy, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like to think that I'm a happy person and I learn as I go. But what I definitely don't want this to be is for you to have somebody else sitting in your ear telling you, I know how to live a happy life. I have all the answers. And if you just listen to me, then you will be happy because that's not exactly how it works. But what I do know is I have a lot of experience, personal, career-wise, relationships that I think can be really helpful for you to build a toolbox of skills that will help lead you to your happiest life ever. Each week, Kayla and I are going to tackle one approachable way that you can bring a little more happiness into your relationships, your career, your home, and your everyday life. And personally, I'm a real open book. Kayla knows about this. Mm -hmm. And when you were a teenager, you probably were a little more horrified about it, right? Yeah, but <laughs> isn't every teenager? Oh, yeah. Anything I do. I mean, even talking to somebody like a checker at the grocery store and Kayla would be like, you know that you don't have to talk to everybody that you meet. <laughs> but I'm at a place right now, I've actually had a lot of privilege in my life, which I'm really grateful for. But I've also had a lot of 
you know, tragedies and and really hard things in my life that I've navigated through. So I've been through this long journey to discover who I am and what happiness looks like for me. And so I am going to share that with you guys throughout this podcast. And I want to help you do the same. Yeah. And what I hope that I can bring to this is maybe a different opinion, different outlook from maybe somebody a little younger, different generation um, who's still, I think, I'm still navigating through all that and learning what makes me happy. I think I'm a very independent person and I live on my own and I'm still sorting through the things that really bring me joy. And I think that that could hopefully help some maybe younger listeners out there to see you're not alone. I don't have it all figured out. Isn't that like, though, I think that's a pretty uh, liberating mindset to have is when you realize that even people that look like they have it all together on the outside don't always have it all together. They're figuring it out with you. We're figuring it out with you. So I think that's really important. And it was one of the deciding factors of, I think, having Kayla come on here as a co-host because... You know, I'm in my midlife now. I'm 48 years old. I've, you know, lived through what I've lived through. And so I have a certain perspective and can share that with our listeners. But you, Kayla, at 26, that's probably not embarrassing at this moment. No, I don't mind it. (laughs) Kayla's 26 and can definitely share some insight from somebody her age and we'll be able to kind of tackle those things together. So recently, I have been able to redefine my role at me and my big ideas. And I was able to give myself the coolest title. It is pretty cool. Isn't it cool? What my title is now this self proclaimed I am the happiness ambassador. That's (laughs) you don't hear that. No, that's because I made it up. (laughs) (laughs) I made it up because it really um, it really described what I did better than almost any other executive title that was out there. I feel and and then in my life, I think I'm a happiness activist. So my role is happiness ambassador. um, And then but in my life, I'm a happiness activist trying to get out there and figure out, let's let's look at happiness. Let's look at the traits of a happy person. And then, sister, let's go out there and do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited to share some things that have helped me personally. And currently, I am obsessed. Kayla knows this, too, with positive psychology, the science of happiness. I've got a stack of about five or six books that are all yellow, by the way, about happiness. And I just want to learn all I can about what people are studying. I really am curious to see what people are finding out in these studies. I want to see the data. I want to see what what the science says. But, you know, at the end of the day, I want actionable things that I can do. I want to be able to say, that's great. What does that mean to me in my life when I'm in my kitchen doing my dishes? You know, how is it helping me? So we're going to tackle that. We will also be bringing in experts because there are some things that I am a self-proclaimed expert on, but we want to be talking to people who have different experiences and set of skills than we do and that can really enrich our conversation about happiness. In this week's episode, we are going to be starting with how to define what happiness looks like for you. We are going to create a happiness list, and this will serve as kind of a blueprint for you to see what a happy life looks like for you. Okay, let's start off by defining happiness, and let's walk through what that looks like. I'm going to tell you a little story. I think Kayla has heard this because I may have shared this at work because it was 
mind blowing for me. So I was doing some research for this podcast episode in particular a couple weeks ago. And so it was all in my head, all these different studies and things. And so I was processing this and my husband, Kevin and I, one of the things we love to do is walk along the beach. We are beachcombers. We collect sea glass, which maybe one day I'll tell you all about because it's amazing. But it's really just very meditative. We live down by the beach and we walk and we pick up sea glass. We've been doing this for over 10 years and we have really insightful conversations. And on this particular day, Kevin and I were walking on the beach and I asked him a question because, and I'm going to tell you guys, this was a leading question. It was rhetorical. He was not, it really, I wasn't expecting an answer. And even if I got an answer, it would not have been. It wasn't right. It wasn't the one he gave me. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, So maybe I haven't told you this. I think I've heard the story, but maybe not like what you had initially thought. Right. You were going to hear. Right. Okay. So we're walking along the beach and in preparation for this episode, I said, hey, babe, do you think that the pursuit of happiness and a happy life is a noble and an important thing for us to pursue in our lives? And he said, again, rhetorical, right? Because Mm -hmm. duh, that's my brand. This is who we are. And the answer is yes. The answer is yes, Kevin. (laughs) And he said, you know, when I think about that, my sweet analytical linear thinker of a man says, you know, let me think about that for a minute to which of course I'm going, what? You don't need to think about this. Like Kayla says, answer is yes. (laughs) And he says, you know, um, no, Mm. I'm like, yeah, no, not even like, well, you know, just, you know, no, I don't think so. And after I picked my jaw up off the floor, I said, well, what on earth do you mean? No, like, who are you? Who did I marry? And then he explained a little bit, which actually started to make so much sense to me. He said, well, the reason I say that is because to me, a happy life or happiness and chasing happiness is all about this positive, this emotion that you just can't maintain. It's smiley and skippy and, you know, you know, the typical definition of happiness for someone. Yeah. Skipping through a flower field. Right. Just, you know, giddy Mm -hmm. and a little delusional. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, and he goes, and do you do this? That's just not maintain. You can't maintain that at all. And so immediately I was like, well, yeah, the thing was, is that that is not how I define happiness and it's not how I define a happy life. So for me, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it isn't for like that for me at all. So I think it's, you know, when I feel like I am living a happy life or I'm in the pursuit of happiness, what I'm looking for is peace and serenity and calm and this feeling, this overall feeling that my life is where it should be. And of contentment. Yeah, of yeah. contentment. Well, it's funny you should say that because so he's like, oh, OK, so we got to this place where we had a mutual understanding that the answer is yes. <laughs> the right answer. <laughs> the is right yes. answer is yes. And he we really understood it. But, you know, doing what we do, a lot of people have that misconception of happiness. We are, you know, in the business of being positive and optimism and creativity and all that. And so. I thought, oh, my gosh, I need to, like, make this clearer for our customers. And and, and I had that, you know, I need to go do this. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I looked up what the definition of happiness was, not just mine, because obviously I have a preconceived idea of what it is to me. But I wanted to see what good old Merriam-Webster dictionary said. And the noun happiness is defined as this, a state of well-being and contentment. 
Wow. Right? Like, okay. And or also a pleasurable or satisfying experience. That I like is, that. Yeah, and that's how I see it too. So that is the definition in the dictionary of what a happy life means. And I think that really nails it down for us and what we mean when we say, when I say I want to create a happy life movement, that is what I mean. The idea of contentment seems a little more attainable than always quote unquote happy with the smiles and the skipping and yeah. that that seems attainable to me. Oh yeah, because we're not talking I think there are, you know, positive emotions kind of run the gamut, right? You've got a little bit of a of a scale of really happy. You know those mm-hmm. days where you're like, oh my God, I whatever. Harry giddy. Styles is going on tour. Oh my gosh, that's my can't wait. <laughs> that's your giddy, right? On that scale. And then the other one is just calm maybe. You know, maybe it's there. And somewhere in between all those positive emotions is where you kind of want to live. And you know that you're going to have, you know, challenges and negative experiences. But really, to me, the pursuit of happiness is living within that spectrum. Yeah. So now that we know that, now that we know what a pursuit of a happy life, what that looks like, what we need to do is decide and define for ourselves what that contentment and sense of well-being looks like for you because and that to me is defining happiness because that could be in the dictionary but that is so vague it gives us a really good picture of what happiness feels like but it doesn't give us a clear definition of exactly what that involves because it's different for every single person and I'm going to be a mom here for a minute oh here we go (laughs) yeah here we go (laughs) I believe this with my whole heart That it is your responsibility to define what happiness looks like for you and for you to go get it. Because nobody out there is going to do this for you. If you don't take the time to decide what this is for you, what makes you happy, what makes you tick, then you're going to be sitting here kind of like on this scavenger hunt with no uh, list, you know, just running around trying to find like, I just want to be happy, but I haven't done the work. And then you're expecting other people in relationships or jobs to fill that hole for you that you have not done the work to define. So this is where I'm going to tell you, you need to do the work because this is going to act as a blueprint for you. So you can see, you can judge all of the things in your life based on, are you walking in the right direction? Are you walking towards happiness and what that means to you? And I'll tell you, these, it looks different for so many people because like I, I kind of alluded to, and Kayla knows <laughs> this, I'm a homebody. And if you told me that a happy life was training to climb Mount Everest, I would tell you you were crazy. Yeah. Right? Because for me, that is like vomit inducing. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, does not sound like a good time to you. No, it's like bungee jumping or... We know when people tell you, like, do one thing every day that scares you. Yeah. No, thank you, (laughs) ma'am. No, I don't want to do one. I will push myself. But I, and I'm sure maybe that's what this person meant, but I don't, adrenaline um, rushes for me and extreme sports, that is not my idea of happiness. I want to, I want to put down my roots and make a home and spend time with my family. And not that those people don't. Mm But I think it's important because, you know, if somebody would tell me, no, you really need to go live life, you need to do something like that, 
I know by looking at my roadmap, because my definition of happiness is no. Do you have a clear idea? Do you think some people just know that? Because I sure didn't. What makes them happy? Yeah. I I don't I think most people don't. I, I think maybe does it they, seem elusive they think that they know. It does. It it seems a bit elusive. Right? Like it's almost so vague that there's this like yeah, do you want to be like who who would you ever ask me? Do you want to live a happy life? So you know, mm-hmm. besides Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, babe. But besides that to say no, I really don't. I don't want to be happier. Of course, everybody wants to, you know, everybody wants to be happy, but to really do the soul searching that it takes to say and and to have the confidence to say this is what makes me happy and that it's okay if you you aren't if you're not a homebody if you're not a mountain climber if you're not a you don't want to be the president of the United States well i think a lot of people maybe think and i'm sure a lot of younger people think that oh well traveling mm-hmm. makes that person happy mm-hmm. so i must travel in order to be happy or I'm or whatever that is whether it's adrenaline rushes or going Mm -hmm. out and being really really social with a bunch of different people and and filling your day that's going to make me happy because but for me that might not make me happy (laughs) because I know it does not I would like to stay home please (laughs) you have JOMO I do I love missing out I love it (laughs) the joy of missing out yeah in the best way possible I just I'm I'm very much like you and like to plot myself at home and and I think I'm starting to make a home. So yes. I think that, you know, that's what I'm finding is making me happy, at least one of the things that's making me happy. And that's why it's so important for us to be able to define what makes us happy. And I'm going to help you get started with that today. I can't wait. I bet you can't. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more on creating your happy list. This episode of Plan a Happy Life is presented by Michaels. Make creativity happen. Welcome back to the Plan a Happy Life podcast. So it starts with a story about peanut butter. Yes, peanut butter. I don't know how those two things, happiness and peanut butter, go hand in hand to anybody other than me. But let me let you in on a little story about how I found what made me happy. So if you are sitting in wherever you're sitting listening to this episode and you're thinking, great, Stephanie, but I have no idea about myself and what makes me happy and I don't even know where to start, I want to tell you that's okay. So I'm going to help you with that and you're not alone. So back when I was, oh gosh, I don't know, probably in my like mid to late 30s, I was going through a tough separation, which ultimately led to a really difficult divorce. And my kids were getting older and I had a lot of time to myself and I was kind of lost. I was depressed and unhappy. And so I kind of surrounded myself with online learning and art classes and just anything to kind of tap into like who I was because I was lost. And one of the classes that I took had me do almost like an all about me. Do you remember doing that in school? Like when you were little, like all about me? Yeah. Like favorite color, favorite things. Yes. And so exactly. And at that point they would make lines for you, right? Like my favorite color is blue. My favorite, you know, 
person in the world is my mom. Yeah. Um, but so this was basically like, okay, they're going to, you want to create a list and it could be at this one was, it could be creative and we could doodle and all this stuff. But this was basically all about me and what I loved, what made me happy, what just really screamed Stephanie, right? Like if somebody that really knew me read this list, they'd be like, oh yeah, that's my girl. So I sat down, I had this blank piece of paper, and of course, I'm very good at gathering supplies. So I had my pens, the right paper, I sat down at my desk, I had the right music on, and I could not think of one thing that really was me. And I started going, oh my gosh, okay, all right, mm, gymnastics, baseball, all of these things that had nothing to do with me. Kayla was a gymnast. I loved watching that. I loved watching her be a gymnast and compete and my son Tyler played baseball and so I loved that but these were things that I loved because of the people in my life that I loved these were not I did not play baseball I wasn't a gymnast and not that that doesn't have anything to do with me but I had a real hard time really self-identifying with who I really was I was 18 and a mom right out of high school then I was somebody's wife you know so I was a mom then I was somebody's wife and then a mom again in that order. And I never had that time to really discover who I was and what made me tick. And so here I was in my late 30s going, oh, my God, I don't know. And so I realized that those weren't for me. I ripped the page off and it's blank again. And I sat there and I cried like a baby because I didn't I was just realizing at this age that I didn't know who I was. I had no idea what made me happy. And that was a really scary feeling. So I had my little cry and then I decided I need to do something about this. And I reached out to the instructor and I asked her for some help and told her the problems that I was having. And she said, I want you to start with the most basic thing that you can think of because we're going to work from there. Nothing's too small. Nothing's too trivial. Just something that makes you happy, something that brings a smile to your face. And so I sat there and it was popped into my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Peanut butter. Peanut butter is something that from, from the time I was a kid, peanut butter sandwiches, peanut butter on waffles. You know about that. Yeah. I remember as a kid, if I wanted a snack, you'd be like, you want a spoon of peanut butter? <laughs> That's not normal. Well, maybe. I don't <laughs> maybe. know. Maybe. It is in our household. So peanut butter on apples and everything. I just, I, I felt foolish writing it down because my list of happiness and what made me, you know, all about me was, you know, I, I think I doodled a jar of Jif peanut butter. <laughs> and, but what she encouraged me to do after that was, why do I like peanut butter? What is the feeling? Do I like, to, is it, you know, does it bring me comfort? Does it bring me memories? And, and then just keep going from there. And so I started and I thought, okay, I like fresh cut, the smell of fresh cut grass. Well, why? Because it reminds me of football games, which makes me feel nostalgic, which I love fall. And oh, the reason I like fall is because I really like creating traditions with my family. And, and I was able to kind of just keep it going and I got, and it got deeper and it got more robust and it started to feel like me. And this exercise really helped me um, identify what it was that kind of made me tick, things that I didn't know. And so you had to get out of your head a little bit, turn that inner critic off and just write. So that is... That's going to be our exercise for this week. What I want you to do, whether you think you know, what if you know it, 
right now, you're like, I do, Stephanie, I know what makes me tick. I know what makes me happy. I have my priorities. Like I know what they are. Then cool. Then get that piece of paper out. This is going to be easy for you, right? It's going to, but it's going to be a place that you can keep with you to, you know, check back. If you ever feel like, gosh, am I, am I really walking in the path of my happiness? You can check, you know, hey, are, are all these things kind of lining up for me? But if you don't know, this is really going to be an even more important exercise for you. So what it is, is you're going to get a piece of paper, any piece of paper that you want, you're going to get that out. And we're going to make this easy for you. You can go to planahappylife.com and we will have a handout for you or a download that you can, of course, it will be cute and you could probably punch it and put it in your planner if you want, that will prompt you to create your happy list. And if you don't do that, that's fine too. Then just get any piece of paper will work. And you're going to just write up at the top, you know, happy or this makes Kayla happy or whatever you want to put at the top. But just basically, this is your happy list. And I want you to start, start with something like peanut butter or start with the big purpose of your life if you know what that is. But do the work to look inside and start to define what makes you happy. Have I ever had you do this before? No. But oh. I like I, my wheels are turning when I'm listening to you start with the small things. Yes. And I'm trying to think like, what are some of the small things that that I could pinpoint? And can you think of one on the gonna, spot? This is going to make you laugh. But like the no. first thing that popped in my head was putting on sunscreen. OK. Hello. <laughs> I mean, do you think that peanut butter girl over here is going to laugh so, at your sunscreen? So fitting. But um, yeah, putting on sunscreen. It's like like even the act of putting sunscreen on for me. It just makes me happy. So I think then, so you write it down and then start asking yourself, why, why does that make you happy? What is it about putting on sunscreen that makes you happy? Does it make you feel like you're taking care of yourself? Does it make you remember how much you really got out of the skincare industry and how much you really love taking care of your skin or helping other people take care of their skin. So those are the kind of questions you can ask yourself once you get a little bit deeper. And you can even do that thing where you like highlight or circle things. And this is all for you. So yeah, Kayla, you got to do this. I know that's my homework. I will be along with everybody listening. I will be doing the homework and, and yeah. making my happy list. Oh my God. I can't wait to see. I wonder if peanut butter is going to make it on there. No, mom, that's your life. You know, I like peanut butter, but I <laughs> it's think not it's, on the list. it holds a special place in your heart. You know, it really does. Oh, my God. It make, my mouth's watering right now. <laughs> that is going to be our happiness homework for this week. And, you know, you guys just start like thinking of it and writing it down. And let me tell you something else is that this doesn't have to be a one time thing. Right. So this isn't like what makes you happy right now is going to make you happy for the rest of your life things change. If you find yourself getting stuck, say you do this and then five years later, you're like, maybe even a year later, you're thinking, gosh, what? I'm not feeling happy. I just don't feel like I quite know myself. I'm, I'm doing all these things on my list, but it, maybe that's not you anymore. Maybe you've grown or evolved or, you know, you've learned some things. You've, you know, you've been in a different relationship, but things can change. Do you still have your happy list that you wrote? I think wrote? that I do. I have to. It's behind, you know, in our garage, uh -huh. which right now has like kayaks like up against the the cupboards. But I have a box out there and I'm pretty sure I have it. I really want to find it. Maybe that will be my homework. Yeah, you should find it and then see if like the things that 
or uh, that were on there still hold up. I know one of them isn't. Really? Well, okay. So Angels baseball. Do you remember how obsessed we were oh. with going to baseball games? See, that's still one for me. I love baseball, but now, like, I wanted to go. We went, like, for the one time they won the World Series. We were there, and I wanted to go, like, every game, and that made me happy at that time in my life. And today, maybe a little older, maybe a little busier with uh, my career, I would much prefer to sit in front of the TV and watch it with a glass of wine or, you know, next All to right. my boo. So. I can see it easier. Oh my gosh, I know. Your eyes, you can watch it on TV better than you can in yeah, person. That's yeah, yeah. So I still like baseball. I still love the Angels, but it has changed. So I'm going to find that. That will be since I I made that one, and then I also made one because I kind of got stuck a couple months ago mm-hmm. and was feeling a little in a rut and not the happiest. And that's not easy when your job is the happiness ambassador. But I'm telling you, that worked because I made my happiness list again. And what this can help you do, too, is when you do feel like you're having kind of a down day, these are great things for you to do when, like, say you're at a place in your job that you're just not that happy. And one of your things, which one of mine is, is singing loudly in the car. Me too. Right? Mm -hmm. So when you do that, then it's almost like this little infusion of happiness Mm -hmm. that you can say, okay, you know what? Maybe work is a little tough for me right now, but one thing I can do is I can blast. What's a good What's a good song to sing like that? Oh, like um, oh. like Justin Timberlake. Oh, um, um, can't stop this. Yeah, feeling. can't stop this yeah. feeling. So that you just do that. Sing loud. I don't care if if that's something that makes you happy, which it does to me. It doesn't have to be good because it's not with me, but it makes me feel good and it infuses a little happiness into my days. So we're all gonna do our happiness list. I'm gonna look for mine. And you could like, again, go to planahappylife.com, which is our podcast website. And we are going to have interactive exercises for you to do there, handouts or inspiration cards that you can use. Because one of the things that I really want for this podcast is for you to take the things that we're, that you're listening to and do something about it. Because you could listen to me and Kayla talk all day long. And if there's really not anything actionable that you can do, it becomes just data in your head. And while knowledge is power, it's what you do with that knowledge that actually creates change. Yeah, I think there are so many takeaways from this episode and just all this new info for a lot of us, me included. But I think one cool thing that we can do in each episode is I want to go through and kind of break down the takeaways of what we kind of hit on. I love that idea because... That's part of one of the things that um, I think will help us wrap it up. Yeah. And I think, and there's a lot of things that I'm learning. Cool. That I think that it, yeah. So uh, let's, let's jump in. Okay. So what you're going to do, just so I'm clear, is at the end of every episode, you're going to kind of almost give us some little bullet points to say like, okay. Break it down. Break it down. We've, we've talked about all these things. But here are the main takeaways in a nice little clean, concise way. Yeah. Jump in if you feel like it. Do it. Okay. Oh, me? Yeah. If you if I if I miss anything. Okay, you got this okay. girl. All right. So the first one that I took note of was you are responsible for your own happiness, which yeah. I think is so simple but so profound. Yeah. It's really empowering to know that that decision lies with me and that I don't have to sit back and wait for life to happen and hope that it just goes great. That's so true because I think so many of us feel like at times that life is happening to us. And when you realize that that you're in control of your own happiness, 
it is empowering and it's it kind of puts you in the driver's seat and I like to drive and push the cart and do all that too. So yeah, very good bullet point. Mom approved. Mom approved. Great. I passed. Um, <laughs> last one is that uh, we have some homework to do. You sure do. We've got our happiness homework, which I really, I think we should coin. I like Yeah, <laughs> I do happiness too. homework. Have you ever wanted to do homework? Because Kayla didn't like to do well, homework. Well, okay. The only, no, I didn't <laughs> like to do homework all growing up. And of course I thought it was pointless. It's not. But um, I, when you find something you love, yes. you enjoy it. And so when I ended up going to school at Paul Mitchell, I ended up wanting to do the homework and excited to go home and bury my head in my book. So we're going to create a happy list and I see you just jumping for joy right now. I'm fist pumping right now. Yeah. So we're going to create our happy list and we're, maybe we'll check back in. Yeah. Next, next episode. Week, in the next episode, what we'll do is we will start the next episode off and kind of recap. Kayla's going to tell me all about her happy list. Mm-hmm. I am going to find mine and we'll check in and maybe we'll, you know, see what that process was like, what it brought up for us. And then and then next week and then we'll dive right into the next topic for that episode this was so much fun Kayla and I am uh, to be honest with you can we tell can we tell the people yeah I think we need to tell them where we are right now so at the present moment we are sitting it's about what time right now uh 7 10 in the 7 10 p.m we are sitting on the floor in my closet because we have had just a day trying to get (laughs) into a place that didn't have oh like Cars. Uh, cars, a biker parade, or a loud neighbor, barking dogs. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a cussing neighbor, actually. Yeah. That's not going to, that's not happy. That is so not on brand. <laughs> so we, we really thought about all the different things we could do. And one of the taglines for our company is we have two one is live creatively, and one is plan a happy life. Duh. But live creatively was something we really had to embrace today because. This was something we wanted to get done. We are so excited about this podcast. And so we said, do you know what? I know a place that has soft things all around, including laundry and all kinds of things and is very quiet. And that place is my closet. So we are sitting here looking at Epsom salt and a big box that says Los Angeles nut house. Like, like I don't even know what that's for. Like, did my husband just order a whole bunch of nuts? Maybe. I'm not sure. So perhaps every time we will come f- to you from my closet floor or we might find a quieter place but today we lived creatively we're planning our happy life and we're so excited that you're on this journey with us so thanks for being here thanks guys thanks for listening to plan a happy life you can find us on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey. We'll see you next week.